You know, ticker. Hello and welcome. We're back, and this time Shep's here, so we won't have the technical difficulties that we did last week. Welcome back, Shep. Hello, hello. You left Glad us last week, and it destroyed us. It. I we, heard. I'm so very sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. It's his fault. Anyway, we're back. Uh, another Saturday night. Uh, are you ready to get kinky, Shep? We're gonna get real kink tonight. I can never really get kinky because I'm just empty. You, oh, you already there. That's your state of being. Mm-hmm. So there we go. All right. Tonight's episode, of course, is episode six, Fendom. Now, Shep, I know what you're thinking. When I say Fendom, you, you, you're thinking we're going to cover fish and fins. Like that lady has some good fin action going on, but I was wrong. Or Dom's in Finland. Doms in Finland. I like that. Um, no, it, it actually stands for financial domination. Oh. Um, and as I have found doing research on this, this is probably one of the, you know, a very new, very popular, but also incredibly misunderstood kink. I don't know. I think it's been around for a long time. Many, many men could attest to that probably. I mean, like, as far as like the popularity of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it has grown recently. Uh, mainly, it kind of it kind of started growing real big when you know we just became more reliant on digital interaction, and you know that was the sometimes the only reaction you know interaction we could have. Uh, it used to be you had to go out and physically see people to see people. Now you can do a lot more on the internets. Um, so. But, you know, financial domination, what it actually really is, um, it is a sexual fetish, for sure. This is, this is one of the things where it can be both a kink and a fetish. Uh, some people, you know, they're just hardwired. It's not something they're like, ooh, what is that? They just, they're real into it. Um, and then, of course, some people just have a kink where it's not, you know, necessarily their thing, but they could get into it and they enjoy it. I can see it now that I've started to understand it a little bit more. It it absolutely is. It's also called um, referred to as money slavery. Uh, that's a big one. And you know, I talk to a lot of people when when I tell people you know this is the episode I'm doing, so they're like, "Ooh, like you know, like a sugar daddy, a sugar mama," or, you know. And I'm like, "Yes and no." Uh, this is actually like a very different subset, but you know, same thing. You have, uh, you know, exchange of money for, um, you know, goods. Uh, but like with a sugar daddy, they pay somebody to be in a relationship with them. I mean, that's kind of usually the traditional set of you pay a sugar baby money to be quote unquote in a relationship with them. And with like Fendom, it's more cut and dry. I mean, it's 100% more cut and dry. It's like, I know exactly we are not in a relationship, but I am going to give you money to be my master. Um, to kind of tell me what to do. Or just that act. It's not so much, I'm going to pay you because I want something. The act of paying you is the fetish. So. 
Uh, of course, you know, this falls into our category, me and you are both very familiar with, the dominance and um, submit, submission fetish, where, you know, yeah. you have a dom and a sub. Um, as far as I can tell, this is mainly, this is one of the things where mostly men are the sub- subs in this category. Just like um, Auntie Amy said before, like, she deals with a lot of male subs. Yeah, I can see this, and there's, I guess, maybe a scenario to where someone is just really, really bad with their money, and they stress out about it. Absolutely. And this gives up the control of it, but man, you have to, you have to trust this person. Uh, and I think that's, that's part of it is, you know, this very stems in humiliation, uh, either, you know, I have no control over my own finances or I want you to make fun of me to, you know, because of the lack of funds or, you know, organization I have with my finances. Uh, This is very much based on the total power exchange. Like I'm good. Some people go so far is not just send one time payments, but to actually give their doms financial control of their bank accounts. Oof. And I'm like, God, you gotta have a lot of trust or a yeah, lot like of beyond dumb sub level stuff. That's yeah, control of your life. So I I honestly think that this. Oh, my camera froze in just the best best moment. I need to re uh, reinstall Discord. That's absolutely what's causing this issue. So. But I looked like an angry Chucky doll when my camera froze, and I loved it. Nice. Very nice. Um, so, like, yeah, especially with this fetish, it is, uh, it's based, it's got to have a lot of trust, I would imagine. Um, oh, extreme levels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially if it uh, involves more control of money and not just giving money to people. And, like I said, sometimes it is that level. I thought you were just going to use the Discord camera instead of fighting with it. Uh, Nev, I'm just using vocal Discord. We're not doing screen sharing tonight. I'll explain all that stuff later. Um, But I have found that usually with this, they're professional dominatrixes. Not just like, oh, I met this crack whore on the street, and I'm just going to give her access to my account. (laughs) There are actual like licensed professional dominatrix who do this. And that's how, of course, that's how they make their living, but it gives you a lot more safety when doing something like this fetish because I, I got to suggest if this is something you think you're into, be very, very careful. And we're going to get more into safety in a little bit about that. Because I want to I talk more about just like the mindset of doing this. You know, this... As far as what I've read, um, and I, I've been reading article after article from, and a couple done by people with this fetish, like why they mm-hmm. like it. it. It really deals with the fact that I am used to rejection, and so I have a fear of rejection. And giving someone that power means they won't, it's like, it honestly is like, I got married and I have to keep a job because my spouse won't love me if I can't provide for her. It is that mindset to almost an extreme. Mm. 
Yeah. So it's actually you know, and like you said, when you when you put it in that way, um, it really, really kind of makes more sense to me. You know, like where you can be in that mindset of wanting to have that relationship of, you know, almost, you know, even though you're dominating me, you need me. And you won't leave me because I'm providing you with this. Yeah. Especially uh, in the varying states that we're in these days. And um, troubles galore. Summa Fidela said, it's not, it's not usually just for money. Uh, he has a friend who does it, and she only takes clients based on actual chemistry, so it's not about money for either side. And that's very true. I, I have talked to people who do financial domination both on the sub and dom side. Of course, we don't have a guest this week, and I was going to make a very bad joke about we couldn't afford one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the more research I did, I was like, no, they're actually very friendly, very professional. It, it was actually a joy to talk to them, but I still I was like, well, I don't have time to really get into an episode and get a guest by the time I actually got to talk to some of these people. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is a lot more personal connection and trust. Like I'm going to be real honest, Chip, I would uh, very much rather trust somebody with my safety than my money. (laughs) Right. And so that level of trust you have for that person and the both trust back and forth is, it's gotta be just mind blowing. And really feel... I agree. Uh, and I think maybe that's where a lot of it comes from. You know, this is, again, and I'm going. I'm making a quote for this. I'm going to put it on our podcast from now on. My personal opinion, not professional opinion, is, you know, one of the things people get from this is that feeling of trust. Because when you feel like you trust somebody, you, you feel warmth. Does that make sense? Yes. Like that. Yeah. I mean, not even without this kink. If I feel like I trust somebody and I have that trust, it helps. Yeah. Mr. Nylon saying this is a new one for me. Never heard of this fetish. I had really never heard of this fetish until I started researching it. Um, Someone had recommended it. And again, I was really hoping that we we would have pictures of like Aquaman on here or the deep from the boys. Talking about thin fetish. Uh, so I was both, you know, let down initially and then excited when I saw, like, what this actually is. Because I am not a fan of sugar daddy, sugar baby kind of relationships. But this seems so much more in-depth. Like, it's I'm not just, you know, giving my money away from someone who doesn't care. I feel like... A lot of this has to do with a lot of trust and a lot of like care. You know, they, I think both parties may get something out of this. They, you know, I don't know if I could trust anyone solely with my money. Too bad. Too many bad experiences with it would be incredible trust on my part. It absolutely is. I, I, I freaking. The more I look into this, I mean, it's it's never going to be something I do, but I I truly understand wanting to have that kind of relationship with somebody. 
You know, I know people who have dated for years that wouldn't, you know, trust their partner with 20 bucks, let alone here's the all the information in my bank. You can take anything you want. Yeah. And having them return that favor by one, you know, taking, you know, what they would normally take, but not taking stuff. That's, you know, having that trust rewarded, which, you know, as we always say, with any sub-dom-dom-sub relationship, it is really, really based on trust. Yeah, because, you know, there's, and in some cases, this is a godsend for some, because there are people out there that, you know, actually have fear of handling money. So yeah. this could be... Like I said, a, a savior to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I absolutely, you know, this is this is one of those kinks where I had no 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 idea about it, read about it, and then, you know, had that initial. There's no way in hell. Where now I'm a little envious of people who have this kind of relationship. You know, yeah. where, where they, they, they have that level of trust. deep to control your finances for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, and of course it is, you know, they are given the very, um, very standard, um, names for the subs and the doms. And I, I want to read these out because, you know, some of them are very funny, but I, I think also do injustice to trying to explain that to somebody. Uh, like, uh, many of the subs are called money slave, fin sub, pay pig, human ATM, or cash piggy. While the doms are called money mistress, fin dom uh, with the MME, uh, money dom with the MME, or cash master. So, yeah, it is, It is. I think this is a very much same situation as, like, you would have a sub or dom in any other fetish. Where it's not necessarily, like, this is my partner, but this is my, you know, dom. This is my pocket. Yeah, my pocket cock. <laughs> Absolutely right, Smithadelis. Uh You know video games aren't real, but that doesn't mean you enjoy your escape in reality with them. That's that's 100% right. Um, and I think for a lot of these, it is very real. You know, I know we, we have a tendency to look outside how real some of these relationships are in the heads of people because they're not our relationships. But I think they're very much in, you know, this is actually a very tight and strong reality for them. Huh. So let's talk about some safety, Shep. Do you, do you want to give me uh, some yeah, things that you think? Safety of our money. Yeah. Um, uh, this is something you absolutely want to do research on. Uh, it, it's not hard. If you search in Fendom, you will find all the information you have. And before you enter in any of this relationship, I highly encourage, one, you don't jump in all at once. You start slowly. You shouldn't do that with any kink. Don't, don't aim for the largest butt plug on your first go out. <laughs> uh, it's just everyone's going to have a bad time. And so do your research, put money aside, um, you know, absolutely don't, 
don't destroy your financial future for any type of fetish. Um, because in the long run, yeah, and I'm not trying to judge by any means. I just, I won't, I've always been, if this is your fetish, I want you to be able to do it for as long as possible. So know your limits and make sure there is absolute trust before you do what you do. Because there are a lot of people out there that will take you for all you're worth and not care. Yes, especially in this case, because it deals with uh, work effect. Trouble, trouble divorce said, hey, I'm here for the butt plug jokes. Oh, wow. Um, which we're, we're going we're gonna to get to what we're doing next week very soon. I mean, I know this is, this is one of the short episodes, but I think with uh, Fendom, it's very cut and dry. Yeah, yes. Just definitely take your time, kids, because for every you know mistress out there, there's going to be the fake, too. So mm-hmm. this is beyond the you know entry levels of trust. This, take your time. Don't be in a rush. This is definitely a rampant field for catfishes, scammers, and whatnot. So know who you're getting in this relationship with. Do your research. And there are many, many sites where you can find information on individual doms. Um, and, you know, talk to people who have worked with that dom before. Most, most of these doms have social media on Instagram, Twitter, and, you know, every, every type of social media out there, Snapchat. You can find followers of this person and talk to them and get their experiences from them. Say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in doing this. Please, you know, fill me in on some information. Don't just take people's word for it. Build, build that trust through research, 100%. Yeah, I would say anybody that asks for money first, be very skeptical of them because this is a relationship building thing. I would, I would say first you have to have that relationship. Absolutely. And again, we might be wrong. That's the beauty of this podcast is we, <laughs> we, we can very well be wrong and we're okay with it because we're only giving opinions and not facts. Uh, these are things that we have found through our long study of the kink. Um, and unless it is our particular you know, fetish, we can only rely on information we have found. Not through our own personal experiences, and that's usually why we have a guest. But you know, again, with 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 this particular fetish, I, I think it's one of those things where you know it's you or not. Like you've already you've already made a Google search if this is your kink, and you know, right now this is one of those episodes where like let's just tell you what is out there, which I love. I love finding out new fetishes because I came into this knowing nothing. Yeah, when you mentioned to me, I was like. What what is it again? Is it's what? Yeah, I I I'm going to reveal the right before we get on this podcast. You're like, I I don't like these type of things, and then when I explained it to you, you went, oh, it wasn't it wasn't at all what I thought it was. Yes, yes. And that's what it is. This is this is one of those relationships. I mean, not relationship. One of these kink fetishes that if you have never heard of it, you can't just pretend you know what it is. Like with bondage. I'm pretty sure if I told someone who's, you know, kink wasn't bondage, I like bondage, they already have a pretty good idea what that is. Oh my. You like to get, or, and I'm not saying you have an in-depth, you know, in-depth 
opinion of it. You just, I am aware that bondage is the use of tying somebody up. But with Fendom, most people don't, don't even know it exists. People who were, you know, very big in the fetish community. It's just, it's not their thing, so they haven't come across it. And but I think it's the we're more still have to find that uh, fetish though, where where people are actually getting beat with uh, fish fins. Uh, we will find that fetish. I I'm I am not going to stop until we find the fish fin fetish. Um, because I have so many pictures of the deep from the boys. I want to put up on this podcast and be like, this is that fetish right there. <laughs> uh, Troy McClure from The Simpsons. He also had that fetish. Um, I knew more about that fetish than I absolutely knew about what financial domination was about. And it was a joke fetish. So this yes, is... This is, this is definitely enlightenment on this one. But I, well, I imagine most professionals aren't going to set up direct deposits right off the bat. It would make more sense to offer them a trial session for a fee as well. Help build a trust, pay a membership, relationship trust as well. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, so my, like I said, we're not we're not, you know, saying that there is not easy ways to get into. We just we want to convey our concerns so people don't just jump in because, especially if this is a fetish and you just dive right, a lot of people will dive right in. You you would be surprised. Um, we would all love yeah. to believe that people are level-headed, but when it comes to sex, it comes to kinks, and it comes to fetishes, people aren't level-headed. That's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah, and we're not. We're, we mean to keep the safety, of course, but also with all the financial scams ever rampant with every passing day, it's good to bring actual light to it saying, no, no, this is real. Mm-hmm. And this is something that is experienced. Absolutely. Yeah, this is an actual fetish. It's it's a real... Um, <laughs> wasn't that basically the plot of the movie Shape of Water? The Shape of Water? Yes, but no. Totally different fetish. We'll have to do that as a... Oh, we should do that as an Amazon watch party. Fish fin fetish. I like wow. that. But no, this is this is a real fetish, and I'm actually, you know, this this is why I started this podcast ship to learn new kinks and new fetishes, and this is a new one to me. Yeah. I love it, and Musical. it was one of those things where, you know, there's a lot of fetishes you have out there that I don't believe that I will ever have a full understanding of why people would do it because I can't put myself in that situation. Like when we did the ball busting episode, I knew the science behind it. I knew how to safely do it. I, I understand why people would enjoy it, but I could not mentally push, put myself in that position. You know, like have that common ground. With this, I totally can. That level of trust and, and having total power exchange. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can mentally, I can get in that headspace. And I love it. So this is great. Speaking of, you know, new things that are coming out. Guess what next week is, Shep? Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. This Halloween-y. is the best time to have a podcast. It's on Saturday because this Saturday is Halloween. Now, usually, this is the moment where we break out the fetish wheel and we spin it for fetish fun and what we're going to do next episode. But, yeah, but, but 
Next week is Halloween, so we're going to do a very special episode. We're going to do something that has been requested a lot and something that I have been very curious about. And, of course, next week's episode will be pre-taped because I love you, audience. I love you so much. But you ain't taking my Halloween night. I'm going to be dressed up, getting drunk, and doing naughty things with uh, my naughty, naughty wife. Uh, Halloween. woo and Shep, I'm sure you don't want to be stuck in doing a podcast on Halloween night either. Well, I will be out and about. I think we're going to be the same place, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We're going to that party thing. Party thing, maybe? For the kiddos. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Me and Shep are both going to be parenting that night. Um, that's the real reason we're not going to be here, not because we're going to be out having wild kinky fun. We're going to be parenting. Uh, so it will be pre-taped, but we will be doing something very special. We will be doing an in-person episode, all of us in the same room, with a very, very kinky, very, very special, awesome guest. Are you ready, Shep? Are you ready? No. We will but have, do it. We will have Mary Jane DeVore on the episode. We will be discussing personal kinks, our personal kink list. And OnlyFans, because I, I think, you know, we've got a lot of requests to just kind of go over what our kink lists are, Chef. So we're going to list out our top five kinks, personal kinks. And it doesn't necessarily have to be ours, but it's top five that we enjoy. Um, we will also have special guest, Trouble DeVore, in... Um, doing, you know, in studio, talking about uh, this phenomenon called OnlyFans that I think really, really started up this year. Oh, yes. Or it blew up this year. I mean, it, it may have been around for a while. I don't, know, I don't know the exact start date. Haven't done my research yet. But this year has really blown up as a new medium for not only fetish and kinks, but just porn in general. And so many people are, are using this and, you know, doing so much work. And we have a couple... Of, um, I wonder if the disembodied voice of Shepard can get an OnlyFans going. I, I think he could. It's just voice clips. Mm. You know what we should do? We should find out from Miss DeVore what all we would have to do to start our own OnlyFans. Meaning together. And I just want to say in that picture, she has a tail and it's definitely not a clip on. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be a good episode because she is a fabulous, fabulous person. We've known each other for many years. I remember when she started her OnlyFans. So it's going to be great to, one, be all in the same room. And before you say it, we have all been uh, thoroughly social distancing and we will be practicing safety while filming this episode. So don't at me later going COVID, yeah, body COVID, condom, COVID. I mean, wait. Yeah. Full body condoms. Different thing, sorry. Miss DeVore, in, in in the chat, as always, I mean, as you know, awesomely said, absolutely here to offer a few tips. She's gonna she's gonna teach us how to create our own OnlyFans ship. Do you know what we could do? It could just be videos of me and you narrating it. I like that silence. I'm in for it. Sexy time indeed. Oh yeah, John's doing sexy time. 
So join us next week for our Halloween episode. There will be all sorts of surprises in that episode. Of course, please check out OnlyFans.com slash Troubled uh, I'll post the link in, um, in the audio file, I mean, as well. So if you're listening to this audio, check the description. It'll be in there. She has a, what am I getting no-no about? No, oh, no. No, no, Don Darrow. What? No, no, what? Absolutely. Videos of me narrated by Shep. It's going to be the greatest. Don't be jealous. Don't don't be jealous of my ability to OnlyFans. And I'm going to learn from the best. I'm going to learn from you. You're going to give me all the information I need to make the best OnlyFans. Because I've seen your OnlyFans. It is absolutely my fantastic. Tickle my PP. Tickle my PP. Um, was another end of John Darrow's night. <laughs> Oh, see, this is going to be, it's going to be so good. Sorry, I was testing out the narration. I love it. I love it. But yes, so next week uh, we will have a a pre-taped episode, but an in-person episode. We will still be in the chat, so absolutely comment. Um, As you can see, we're already testing out, you know, chat response. Miss DeVore is in the chat tonight going, I'm here, we're talking. Please check out her OnlyFans. It is unbelievably awesome. John looking on the couch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just you're gonna have to narrate me looking for my keys and stuff like that because that is my OnlyFans. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us again. Follow us at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter. Uh, we'll be posting some of the lovely images of Miss Devore on there because these pictures have been fabulous. Uh, next week we'll be back with the Wheel of Fetish. Uh, we're we're going to let Miss Devore uh, spin it. And add to it, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, anything else you want to add in on this fetish, Mister Shep? Not on this one. Just looking forward to our next one. I think I think next one's going to be fun. You guys are going to know what makes our kinky wheels turn. And I'll start practicing my narration. <laughs> yes, please. You know what's funny is we're doing a live episode next week, so you will actually be in studio, but you won't be on camera. You'll just be like standing so in range of the mic, going, "I'm here too." Send my voice right over. I love it. So, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for watching. As always, leave us your comments. Rate us. uh, Tell your friends. Spread the word. Only you can make the world a kinkier place. Oh, I want that on my shirt. You do. Oh, yes. So, goodbye from me. I'm your host, John Odero. And with me, as always, the disembodied help of Mr. Shep. Till next time, everyone. We will see you then. Good night. And And kinky fun. Good kinky fun.